Welcome to The Short-Term Show, the show about short-term rentals and long-term wealth, with real property owners hosting real properties who are crushing it in the vacation and short-term rental space. And here's your host, Avery Carl. This episode of The Short-Term Show is brought to you by The Short-Term Shop. 30-year fixed mortgages, tax benefits, and long-distance management training made easy are just a few of the perks of owning a short-term rental. The Short-Term Shop can help you buy and learn how to manage your property from anywhere in the world. Just go to theshorttermshop.com and click Get Connected. Again, that's theshorttermshop.com, and we are brokered by EXP. See y'all over there. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to The Short-Term Show. We have a very, very cool guest today. We have the founder and CEO of my favorite PMS tool, Hospitable. We have Pierre Amana, which he's very graciously telling me that I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I'm not sure that I am. Um, it sounds a lot better when he says it. So uh, anyway, Pierre, how's it going? Doing great. Thank you very much, every, every for having me. I hope I'm saying that first name right. Yes, but you know, yes. the thing that set us apart is that you can say the name of my company right. Because for me to say hospitable is basically like a major pain. Um, yeah, sorry for the accent. I'm French and that basically <laughs> goes with the territory. So I'm going to hope to do, you know, if you, if you have a bottle of wine, if you have some cheese on the side, I can basically give you a bit of a pleasant background, hopefully, to that experience. <laughs> and it is beer 30. Uh, where you are. So feel free. Yeah, it's it's bureau clock. Uh, I'm located <laughs> in Belgium, so I have to localize things a little bit more. Yes. <laughs> and thank you for awesome. thank you for the honor. Thank you for the honor of saying that it's your favorite PMS. I don't know if that's true, but it's definitely very humbling. Um, no, that's what yeah, we very, use. So that's my very, recommendation. <laughs> very happy to share uh, what we have on the roadmap uh, and what we're working on on the team. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to hear. So let's just start with a little bit of background. So do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, you know why you started a property management software? Yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Th I'm very glad that I did. I'm very grateful that I did. But that was not at all the trajectory for for my for my life as that was, you know, in the late twenties. Um, so I'm a lawyer by training, uh, so nothing to do with anything. Um, and it, when you hear a lawyer creating a startup, I'm sorry, there are plenty of red flags that basically going to get raised. Um, I basically, yeah, I was looking for a job in Brussels where, where I still live today and ended up, you know, uh, due to life, having to host on Airbnb, um, my own little, I mean, the, the, the place that I was renting. Um, so let's not <laughs> dive too much on that. Uh, and yeah, I hosted like 500 guests, uh, in the span of just two, uh, two years, a little bit less than two years, uh, groups of friends that were traveling in Brussels. And I really loved it. And that was really my first business experience. And obviously every host, a low scale host uh, knows it's, you know, I was doing the cleaning myself. I was doing all the communication and I kind of wanted to go back on creating another startup. Um, and for that, I actually, I mean, I'm a very lazy person, but I kind of need, I'm the lazy person that is going to be very obsessive about fixing a problem and it's going to be okay burning 40 hours in two uh, in two days, just going to solve that problem. And I felt like I needed to automate the communication with my guests so that I can focus more time on that other startup that I wanted to do. So needless to say, that other startup ne has never seen the light of day. 
their proof of concept somewhere. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, I realized, yeah, you know what? That thing is a product. It's kind of worth it. I'm surprisingly having early adopters that don't mind a very clunky user interface and rather basic functionality, and actually believe in it. So let's let's support them and see how far that can go. And so um, I've been at Hospitable uh, before Smart BNB. Uh, for the past uh, six uh, six years, six, six and a half years now, um, and yeah, it's been an epic ride. Um, and now we are we've just passed ten thousand customers. Ninety uh, percent of them actually can say hospitable, right? Because they are based in the US, uh, with other customers, you know, in Australia, all over Europe and Asia. Um, and yeah, I, I was just running a few numbers to give an idea because you have those ten thousand customers. They are most the most hosts on the planet that have less than seven properties. Um, that's uh, 80, 90% of our customer base. And together, they still represent 160, $166 million uh, in payouts from OTAs or for direct bookings during the only the month, the month of March. Well, we are recording this on the 4th of April. And so basically, collectively, all the, our customers uh, have, been have been receiving nearly $170 million. Uh, in in bookings, so still pretty significant uh, in my in my view for nearly fifty thousand uh, properties. So yeah, wow. I did not expect that at all. Uh, well, I thought that my life would be about drafting memos for memos for big companies, and <laughs> I ended up working with lawyers instead. <laughs> <laughs> I I did not when I was a kid did not grow up say I wanted to grow up and be a real estate investor or a real estate agent either. So every everyone has a career they basically start with and then they basically go towards, oh, you know what? I can I can make it work now. I can operate it. The number of people that have switched careers, um, I think it's <laughs> relatively new to have, uh, you know, some uh, uh people that really start uh, with uh, the first professional experience being a short-term rentals. Totally, totally. So most property management softwares platforms, they, they, a lot of them have like one thing that they do really, really well, and they've kind of built out the rest of the software around that. So what would you say is Hospitable's like thing, your main thing that you focus on that is your like primary flywheel of, of the platform? So since you're a customer, every I really hope I'm getting that right <laughs> because uh, we should be. Well, I know what one, I would two, say. Maybe. One, two, three, and what is the what is the thing? That's going to be the messaging. That's going to be the automation. Um, sure. Uh, let's let's admit the vulnerabilities already. If you want the best owner dashboard, if you want the best reporting out there, and we know a critical that is important to you, don't go with us. You you can use another software, and there are plenty of great software that are really focused on that. But that's not the case for us. What we really position ourselves in, it's really well. Let's start from my own experience. I said I wanted to automate myself away from my short-term rental operation, and I thought the thing that was the most time-consuming, that was the most prone to errors, was really that communication with customers. Number of times when basically you just copy-paste a Google Doc or notes. Uh, from your phone to, to Airbnb. Now, thank God, there are more automation solutions available out there, but none of them really have been striking um, the same level of intensity as what we, we're trying to do with, uh, with Hospitable. So that means automating everything from the first inquiry to the, the check, checking out, uh, asking for reviews after the checkout and every step in between um, with the communication as well with your cleaners, 
um, with the operations people, with your owners, if you have one, with people that needs to be in the loop. Um, and yeah, even, you know, detecting the questions that are the most recurring in your, in your business. So, Hey, what's the Wi-Fi password? How many times do you need to go <laughs> to that question? Uh, how many times do you need to pay this answer to realize that no, you cannot go back to tell your guests that you need to check the instructions, that they need to read your check-in email that's probably th in three books. You just need to answer the question at the moment where your guest is asking for it. And uh, to be fair, that question is like, uh, a pet peeve, obviously, of the entire industry. I've been at an Airbnb. I'm a very diligent guest. I hope I am. Um, and and I, I did ask the question, what is your Wi-Fi password? The Wi-Fi password was written on the wall. And so I can really relate with the guest <laughs> experience uh, for this. But we really are, are stunning, um, stunning apart because we are able to yeah, detect those questions and trigger a response uh, like immediately at the time when your guest is asking for it. And we are doubling down on everything that's artificial intelligence. So today, actually, we're releasing uh, a chat GPT integration to all, uh, um, to actually a third of our users. We're basically getting access to more experimental like features, which basically mean you can now, without any training, without any context, generate a reply that basically will be fitting into your property, into your past conversations. And that's going to be the answer that the best answer that you could possibly write. Um, but basically, uh, yeah, getting a machine to do it for you, you can review uh, that reply if that works. And we're having basically above 90% of people that just click send because that reply is actually on point with everything that they, they have built. So that that's kind of the, the direction that's part of the DNA of our product. And we're going to release a lot more features in coming weeks, in coming months that are really, um, really, really to, to put us on that, uh, on that scene for being the future proof property management software that can really leverage artificial intelligence to give you your time back as a host and obviously getting a higher rate uh, of, re of return for, for your property and for your short term rental business. So messaging was what I was going to say, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. If you put all that work into it for me to say something else. Uh, yeah. So messaging for sure. And I totally agree with you in my short-term rental business. And then also in my real estate sales business, I've found that there are a set of 10 to 15 questions that 95% of people are going to ask. And it doesn't matter if you post it here or there, or if you send them this great guide that has all their, their answers there, they're going to need something at some point, And they're not going to think about going in and thumbing through all these things. They're just going to ask you. And there's really no way to get around that. So I really, that is what I want in my life. That's what I want consolidated and kind of streamlined for me personally. So that's kind of why it's the perfect one for, for at least for us because of that messaging piece and, and really streamlining, not having to repeat the same answer over and over again and go, like you said, go copy it from the notes in your phone, which is exactly what we did when we started back in 2015. So yeah, I I'm on the same page with you a thousand percent on that. So let's, I want to hear more about the, the AI piece. So how, how does that work? What new features have you guys just released? What do you have coming up uh, in terms of that, that you can share? Yeah. Oh, I'm very happy to share. Um, some of this may be developed. Some of this may be live. Uh, some of this may be in, in private pilots, um, in private pilots. So basically testing those features. Uh, we actually have a very elevated rate of velocity on development. Uh, in the past few weeks, we actually doubled our team 
in uh, in, uh, in the late in the the end of 2022, and so now we are able to basically show more of what that means for for our customers. So about AI, I, I think we're just really testing the waters of what this thing can do. Um, so we have released this ChatGPT, actually GPT four, the, the most recent model that is now as of uh, this recording uh, three weeks old. Uh, so we basically and we still managed to have two weeks of private pilot before testing before releasing it. So we were very fast at basically testing the waters there. Um, so that's, this is like it works like a virtual assistant that basically going to prepare the reply for you and you hit send and you can basically if you want generate more replies. But there is a lot more that we are currently doing, working on doing, and um, in in coming weeks. So one other thing that you know us for is really those kind of um, uh, answers to the most frequent question that you ask. So that means early checking, parking, Wi-Fi, uh, discount, late checking, late checkout, and we're going to release a lot more. In coming weeks, so for example, fireplace, firewoods, cancellations, uh, so a lot more uh, questions that we're going to be able to detect and understand the context of a given conversations, a given conversation, a relationship that you have with a guest, which I believe can elevate some some data as well onto the profile, the persona of your guest. Um, we are already developing a feature on sentiment analysis. Um, obviously, you know that yourself. Every it's very difficult when you look at your inbox. And to prioritize which are the conversations that are really worth your time and your attention, the one that you should go at first. Um, and we're gonna, we basically can assess um, whether a given message is a more positive sentiment and a more negative uh, sentiment. Like, for example, hey, the shower is broken. This is unacceptable. Give me a full refund. Will basically be at the top of your inbox, would be highlighted uh, so that you can focus on the, the incidents, the fires that you're having among your, among your guests. Uh, to uh, to to take more of your time and your and your attention, while other conversation that where the guest is basically very happy um, can be you know encouraged a little bit more towards uh, leaving a review on different websites, etc. Um, another thing that we're going to be working on is really that kind of review management. Uh, so review management is one of the things that's super easy. This it's a very good candidate for automation in that after the fifth or tenth review, you're kind of running out of words. <laughs> or what is the best way again to say that this went great yeah. <laughs> with this guest? Uh, and you want to obviously, you know, you're human, you may have you know a little bit more of experience with the with those guests. Um, and you, you want to go the, the extra mile. It doesn't scale really well. So what we would like is basically help you generate a personal review for that guest based on the insight from the conversation, maybe from your notes, maybe your notes from your from your operations people, so that you can get a full context and write it in the tone that basically will not create an issue with Airbnb. Now that works great for you know 95% of the awesome guests that we're hosting. And that's also particularly useful whenever you have that guest with with probably not a good fit for Airbnb um, because it's really a challenge. You don't know. You you have to kind of sit down. Do I want to leave a review? Do I not want to leave a review? Is it really worth it? Is it worth my time? Yes, it should be worth your time, but that's difficult um, as is always the case when you want to share some some constructive feedback or criticism about, about an experience. And that's the thing that I believe makes those short-term rental platform stronger is that we're able to have the understanding uh, of the guest and be able to match with their, with their expectations. So that's really a few a few things that we are releasing in terms of AI. That is really focused on our core strength. So basically, the messaging, the inbox management, the communication across multiple OTAs. There's going to be more coming, I think, in, uh, in coming weeks as well in relation with direct booking websites. So 
we are just now uh, <laughs> releasing our direct booking uh, website feature that's going to allow you to um, to yeah, launch your direct booking website or use your existing direct booking websites um, to collect payments from your guests for your, your existing dates. We're going to be able to help you in coaching, basically help you in generating what is what are the best listing descriptions, generating more content across your neighborhood, across the city in your area, what are the things to be doing. Um, so that's a basically, it provides more of a magazine-like experience, uh, which I think is really providing a very differentiating, fact, very differentiating factor compared to most of the OTAs where you shop around a thousand listings, but you don't have the room to create uh, a genuine excitement about the property except through those pictures. Um, so yeah, there's going to be plenty uh, of things in relation with AI. We see that really as a, the great equalizer <laughs> for a lot of businesses. I want to say, I really believe that it doesn't make sense to have invested a lot into software for the past 20 years because the software that are going to be future-proof and are going to be using AI have a path to deliver a hundred times more productivity um, than any other software that basically decided to not ride that wave uh, for any kind of reason. So we are really under a lot of pressure ourselves. We put ourselves under a lot of pressure to basically be able to ride that wave uh, for all our customers. Okay, so I do have some questions about the direct booking website. So are you guys like providing a plugin to just plug into someone's existing direct booking websites? Are you providing a template that's kind of an extension of Hospitable or how how's that going to work? Yeah, we're, we're doing both. Um, so we can help you generate a direct booking website. Now, admittedly, we started small, received a lot of feedback some of which was positive. Um, and we are progressively rolling out more templates and more designs. So I think we're now at seven and there is basically a design for different types of properties on the beach, in the mountain, coastside cities. Uh, so you can already um, shop around the, the kind of experience that you would like. And that provides you a one-click experience where you have the listing content, your pictures, just click publish. We give you the URLs. You can have, we can add your own if you if you have one, basically we want to make the experience of creating that direct booking website significantly easier so that it's more accessible. If you are, and I'm sure you are, every you, know, you definitely are, uh, you already have your direct booking website, you are professional, you see short-term rental, so you see the direct bookings as really an avenue to you know, increase in the efficiency of your business and tailor uh, the experience the way you see fit, then you already have your booking website. And in that case, we basically provide you with a widget uh, that you can include on any website. Um, and that basically will be showing the availabilities. So really um, like a plug and play uh, type of code that you can create and you can already uh, customize it in terms of style as well. Later, we're gonna be able to offer you like the full customization of everything. What really sets us apart is that we are not in the business of generating websites uh, with this direct product. We actually believe strongly, especially related with our, the persona of our customers, um, that we need to be with them in their journey to getting to direct booking website. I find that basically direct booking, the direct booking products that currently exist really kind of take for granted that you're going to run and fall, run and fall, trip everywhere in your direct booking journey and realize that at the end, well, you know what? I don't have to deal with chargebacks when I'm on Airbnb. That's their problem. I don't have to deal with, you know, ref paying pro payment processing fees on guests that are canceling. I'm, I want to be my own boss. And the reality is that, hey, it's that kind of tough. <laughs> it's kind of tough to have all the, 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 
the liabilities. And then you have taxes that you need to collect and pay, and you need to have the verification of your guest. And you don't have any kind of network effects in the same way that Airbnb does about your review. So how do you make sure that your guests are going to be legitimate? They are all the horror stories about basically, you know, people that are breaking into property, steal the TV and get out literally within 10 minutes. <laughs> And they're on a, on, a, on a credit card that basically accepted a payment, but actually it was never charged. You don't get, get the money. Those horror stories are freaking me out. I want my mom to be able to get a direct booking website. I don't want to train her on what chargebacks are and what those liabilities as taxes. OTAs have done an amazing job, Airbnb first among them, of bringing it to the masses because they have a product and they have automated a lot of things under the hood and they've established that kind of great platform. But to move to direct bookings, you need to do it, I think in the beginning with some training wheels. So what we're having is really, we are the ones, it's hospitable that is processing the payments. We take full liability for it. If there's a chargeback, you won't know about it. I mean, yes, it's going to be a cancellation on your side, sure, but you won't have to pay basically all the fees in a session with that. We will defend you. We will defend ourselves really against that guest. So any kind of abuse or fraud is going to be our main problem. Cancellation fees. If the guest cancels, that's our problem. We need to be, we are going to be responsible on making sure that the guests that book with you are going to be accountable to it, accountable to it in a way. And basically, we're going to be eating uh, our losses, basically, if the guest is canceling on your own bookings. We're going to make sure that you get insurance. If the guest is damaging your property, we will offer a $5 million uh, insurance on your entire property. We will calculate the right amount of taxes and we will calculate all the taxes, um, so calculate and collect all the taxes. We'll pay you all the taxes in the first place. Then we'll be able to pay it ourselves so that you are having an Airbnb-like experience where you don't have to deal with an accountant. We are helping you file or we file it for you um, directly so you don't have to deal with the complexity of taxes, which are insane uh, in the United States with sometimes seven different jurisdictions that have a specific tax rate, a specific tax to collect on your on your end. Um, and we're going to vet your guests. We're going to allow you to basically uh, collect the ID uh, of your guest, collect all the, the information from your guest and the purpose of a stay, and be able, in partnership with AutoHost, to be able to track their kind of history and check if there are fraudulent bookings or basically legitimate bookings. So you can actually get, without the network effects and the, the accountability of a review, um, you can actually still know that those guests are legitimate, they have a nice purpose, and we can also kind of manage the risk on your behalf and with you. So that's, I believe, is kind of a missing piece in the direct booking website that I believe can help people to drive more people to their, drive more hosts to their website where they own the answer experience, where they are, <laughs> they are in charge of the entire guest experience. There is no support person that's going to interfere with what they see at their terms. They can issue a refund. They can cancel directly the reservation if they don't see it. They can make more money um, compared with the fees that payment, pro pay, um, sorry, that OTAs are charging your guest directly or yourself. Um, and we think that basically can help move our objective basically that 50% of our customers get a direct booking website within the next 12 months. Um, 
And we think that's really is kind of the missing piece uh, in the industry uh, to be able to drive more people to direct booking websites. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the content of our podcast, but you have additional short-term rental questions, we host a weekly live question session that you guys can join for free. It's at 1 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. And if you head over to strquestions.com, you can sign up. So not only am I the host of this show, but I also own and manage my own properties. And I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have about short-term rental investing. So please join us anytime for a free weekly live Q&A on Zoom. Sign up at strquestions.com. Yeah, I think so too. And you're right. It is kind of like the Wild West with a direct booking website right now that I like that you're trying to kind of bring that Airbnb experience of like, okay, knowing I'm not going to have to deal with a chargeback. I'm not going to have to deal with this or that, that you're going to vet the guests and make sure that they exist and, you know, all that fun stuff so that we don't have to do that. So I, I totally appreciate that because that's part of the reason that we've been a little slow to do a direct booking website. Cause we just, our tolerance for like dealing with bullshit is, is low. <laughs> so, you know, we're, um, you know, we're path of least resistance here. So to make that, but I do think that direct booking websites are definitely an important thing to have, especially the, the as time goes on more and more important. So we definitely need to, to get that locked up. And um, I, I think that's, that's awesome that you guys are focusing on that. Did you say, did you mention damage protection? Yes. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, so tell me about that. that. You won't know about it. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a thing. So if a guest that's booking directly uh, from your hospitable direct booking websites under a direct premium offering, uh, we'll basically be vetting those guests, verifying their identity. We verify that they are alive. So they actually would have to take a selfie and move their head a little bit. So checking that it's not uh, some kind of AI going rogue that decides to go on vacation. Um, and that processing is going to happen th is happening through AutoHost. It's free of charge to you. Okay, you don't you don't pay a single dime on that. Um, it's uh, it's basically included in the direct premium offering. Um, and there is a partnership that we worked with uh, with SuperOg that basically is going to ensure those five those uh, your host yeah, so host against uh, damages that the guest would occur at the property. And we they basically have all the information uh, from auto host if they need to make a claim. Now the way it would work. And I think it's really it's really smart that whenever you deal with insurance, um, you don't want risk. <laughs> That's very much otherwise it drives the premium way up. Um, SuperArg is an amazing partner in that, is that they really are focusing on short-term rentals and manage the risk themselves really well. But they also have this kind of dispute and resolution center where as soon as basically there is an incident that is occurring, the guest is being asked to pay themselves uh, the damages. Um, and that means 30% of guests actually agree to pay and cover for the damages themselves, which means for lower premium. Uh, and that means for that product to, for the insurance to be far more accessible. So yeah, we are basically, I, I, yeah, I didn't follow, I'm, I'm gonna be vulnerable here. I don't know exactly what the level of insurance is now with Airbnb these days. I think they kind of moved it up. I, I feel like they, they moved it down a little bit, um, but basically we want to offer state-of-the-art protection. So if, you, um, if your house burns down on any other direct booking website and you have not thought about insurance because you're still quite new to this industry or you, you have not contemplated that possibility, then basically you you left that to dry. Um, and here in our case, we'll be able to support our host um, on whatever happens. What was, is there a specific question that you wanted to ask about insurance, Avery? Uh, 
Yeah, I just wanted right. to see because you kind of mentioned it in passing. And so I just wanted to kind of shine a light on it on what exactly you guys are providing in terms of, yeah. of damage protection. You mentioned that if you want great analytics to use another property management platform. So yeah, I'm uh, going to be quoted on that. I'm going to be quoted on that. <laughs> it's something we work I mean, Okay. All right. So tell me about, because I know you guys did used to have a dashboard and then now it's not really so much, but you are, what, what are you working on? I want to hear about that. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's right. I mean, I really believe that automating your messaging is really that kind of the first problem that you don't know you have. You you start your Airbnb, you push it live. Uh, you know you need a cleaner to help you. Or you know you, you you know you need to have some boots on the ground to help you manage uh, your, your property. You don't know, you don't realize the, the level of inquiries, the back and forth that you have for any single property that you that you may have. If it comes uh, on top of a job, um, that's maybe very demanding. After all, you're investing into real estate, then you you cannot cannot have the time and you cannot offer the great guest experience that you would expect. I think it's a good first strategic problem for a product to be known for. Obviously, later we have been thinking and doing a lot uh, in relation with metrics um, and analytics. So you're right. Uh, we did have a, I think, a great, uh, fantastic product uh, back in the day when we were still smart BNB that we actually sunset uh, late twenty, uh, late 2020, um, simply because it didn't scale uh, with our with the needs of our, of our customers. So it was just on Airbnb. It was a bit of a clunky UI. It was not exactly unified, uh, unified uh, ease of use and, uh, and design that basically we wanted to to have in our in our product. So we, as I mentioned, uh, we've been doubling our team size on engineering and on product uh, product management side as well. And we're going to be able to bring back um, lightweight metrics um, and basically dive progressively on that um, as well, taking from AI in terms of you know uh, management of expenses and profitability, uh, as well as simply managing, making sure that you actually get paid. But because... Our focus is really on the property owners, on the real estate investors. I mean, I was mentioning 166 millions for 47,000 properties um, and we suggest 10,000 customers. So, you know, we're exactly in this realm of, you know, five uh, five property that really the, the average uh, user would have. It's, uh, are, for those customers, it's important but it's not vital as it is for property management software companies. And we do have property management software companies of you know thousands uh, of listings that are using Hospitable, but that is in conjunction with another property management software. And that's not, uh, something that I believe is unique to Hospitable is that our connection with Airbnb or with Verbo allows that to happen. So we also have uh, clients that can use another property management software that's really fitted to their needs that may not have an inbox that may not have state-of-the-art messaging automation and they don't they are not uh, kind of trapped in some kind of vendor lock-in uh, because all the data sits exclusively with that run pms and if that pms goes down or they are not happy with anything then they basically can no longer interact with their guest but that's an aside we want to bring uh, metrics analytics back in, into our product so we already have design we already have prototypes um, and it's really just something relatively lightweight. The point is to bring the industry knowledge uh, to every host that may be just starting on their on their properties and being able to simply navigate that and be able to plan for the future. But ultimately, because of that focus on property owners and investors, we want to build something that actually resonates with, with them. 
the thing we're thinking about, what we're thinking about right now is really creating um, a business bank account for you per property. We can see the expenses that are happening on your account. We can uh, split expenses across multiple properties. We can do split pay, something that actually property managers are very excited about. Uh, so basically, as soon as you get paid by Airbnb for that specific reservation, and basically you can charge a commission fee on this and avoiding the complexity of things like trust accounting and being able to know really deep down the profitability of a given property and of a given operation without having to require a lot of input. Um, and I don't think that kind of aligns necessarily with what property management are trying to, uh, are trying to accomplish, like a big dashboard where you need to input a lot of data manually. That doesn't work with busy people that have other things to be doing than interacting with the property management software. Um, so those are that's a kind of one direction uh, we want to go. Like when you send in a few a few months, when you sign up to a spitable, we would have created a bank account for each of your properties, and we'd be able to offer you financing clouds, uh, we'd be able to recognize your expenses as well. So basically keeping more on the fintech, uh, investing more into the fintech side of things. Wow. So I think that's a really good idea, really good now, opportunity. Now all the competition, uh, all the competition is going to know about that. Do you want me to cut that out? <laughs> no, I'm absolutely not. Absolutely not. On the contrary, I would love to receive some feedback. I'm not at all a secret person. Uh, we we having those town halls. Uh, with our customers every two weeks. And basically, I'm very happy to talk about that transparently. The, the, that's something that we really learn, in particular with, uh, with Direct and all the products that we're having. We are just the guardian of this hospitable thing. We are just the one that basically are lucky to be working on it. We're working for a community and we're working for our customers. Um, it's very easy to start into this business without being an insider. But as you get into those very those problems, you realize that there is something that you never get. We build this direct booking product in public and we realize, wait, this is app we wanted just to have direct booking website and you just connect your Stripe account and realize yeah, that's what we're going to do. We just going to wing it this way and realize, no, wait, wait, we do that. That's going to be a liability on, on everyone that we bring to, to the banking website. So there is a lot of input. There's a lot of insights. There's a lot of effort that we try and get to, to get feedback from our customers. And I think a, a product and a business is better run this way when it's all in the open, as transparent as we as we can. So I'm sharing how much money we're making uh, uh, every, every two weeks. Um, and that helps us be a better, healthier business for everyone. So yeah, what do you think about hospitable opening business bank accounts for you, for each of your, for your properties in your name? Okay, obviously that's your, that's your money. Um, so you can really like um, work on a, on a per property basis and just unleash a new generation of owner statements. Yeah, I love that because then, you know, you really could generate a, report saying, okay, this is what your expenses were. This is your true net. And then also, I think that data would be really valuable um, on the public side of things. I mean, that obviously there's some legal paperwork to be done there, but uh, there's a there's a big problem with owners and hosts and investors who go to analyze properties. And they're just looking at all we can get right now is gross income data. We can't get anything on expenses. So it's hard to really be able to truly analyze a property and know about how much the expenses are and what those were to really figure out, okay, if I buy this, what am I actually going to make at the end of the day? So I think that that would be really valuable to the short-term rental community to have that just all in one place. I'd totally use it. I'm, I would totally use the bank accounts. I would totally do it. I'm in. 
<laughs> Tell me when yeah, it's available. Tell that to a, to a direct to a product to a product team that has been thinking about it for for quite some time. But yeah, you're totally right. Is that it? It allows a certain level of transparency um, for operators who are seeking funding to buy their next property or to uh, do a, get a bit of funding. Uh, I find that basically there are fantastic operators who are incredibly efficient. They don't need to get money. They already can can grow on their own terms. Um, but it would be you know a bit of a boost. Uh, to get them really on the on the forefront of the, of the industry, so that is indeed one of the natural expansion of what I was just talking about. I, now I, I don't know about the timeline. I don't know about the roadmap. We are basically very busy with AI and, and direct, so it's going to take some time. Um, but we're going to think it through and collect feedback from uh, from our users. Yeah, I love it. I, how do I invest? Let me give you some money. <laughs> That's fine. You there is actually it's very easy. You go to invest.hospitable.com. Uh, it's oh, really? an actual website. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> and we have <laughs> so yeah it's not something that we basically communicate too much um but yeah we have raised um almost a million dollars uh from our customers uh so rather than basically seeking fun funding elsewhere if we need a bit of a bit of boost for from our growth we basically turn to our customers i mean that's the essence of a business you want to get money from your customers right the people that are that are knowing that are going to know your industry that are, know the value of a product know the value of the support um, and can uh, can basically be very familiar with the big outcome that the company will be seeking. Awesome. Well, you've just blown my mind. You guys have some really cool ideas coming down the pipe. So I'm really excited for you. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a it's a huge responsibility. I need to. Make that <laughs> You're cracking up while you say that's a huge responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not picking it easy mode. Uh, I'm going super ambitious, but yeah, that's okay. I, I totally understand. I understand. Well, all of that is is really really cool. Um, so we're getting towards the last three questions of the show. My last question before we get there is uh, integration. So hospitable. What are the top integrations for hospitable in terms of pricing tools, guidebooks, all that fun stuff? In your opinion? Yeah. So. I think that's also one other thing that we're working on during this year to basically be able to bring uh, more integrations and basically unlock the data that they have with Hospitable. So I think Alpha customers are using Price Labs. Uh, I think there is really a good affinity um, in terms of, of product, but we are integrators beyond and Wheelhouse is also uh, working on integration uh, on their own timeline. Um, so you can have multiple options on whatever software you use. Just saying that basically a lot of customers of ours are using Price Labs because it integrates very nicely with Hospitable um, across Airbnb variable booking and of course direct booking websites. Um, I think for uh, for cleaning operations, uh, we have an exclusive deal um, with Turno, um, formerly Turnover Airbnb. Um, that now means that every customer of Hospitable can get access to Turno for free. They would not have to pay any subscription fees. Uh, towards their tunnel, we basically are covering that for them so that they can get access to a state-of-the-art software for communicating with their operations and cleaners, uh, paying them and get access to a cleaning marketplace uh, as well. So we're very happy about the, this partnership and we're very excited about basically what the future may bring to all our customers um, in that regard. So we Turno is very kind to waive all their fees uh, for, for Turno. Um, for hospitable customers. In terms of guidebooks, hmm, that's something that we're working on. Um, get get me in a in a, in a few months. Um, we're working on a very exciting uh, industry product as well. 
um, to help uh, all actors in the industry to be connecting to Airbnb and using our integrations uh, with Airbnb and potentially in the future also as well with Verbo. And so there's going to be a lot more integrations that are going to be coming in this way uh, because they're going to have to integrate with the API. And just in the same way, um, we, we basically don't charge for it. <laughs> we It's completely open. Uh, we also don't get paid. Uh, I find that was one of the wildest discovery uh, when uh, when working on a spittable is that there are some vendors who basically to will pay uh, software providers like property management softwares to basically get access uh, to the customers and get some promotion. Uh, we basically are not paid uh, by, by anyone. And as the way Turno, the Turno uh, deal works, we actually are more likely to cover the fees uh, for existing uh, for existing customers so that they can get access to a fantastic product. So yeah, more integrations to come definitely um, by the end of 2023. Well, that's very exciting. Well, what I guess are you looking for? Nice what's, what's, sorry, Avery, what's your feature request? What are your feature requests for integrations? Um, touch day. Touch day. Yeah, that's on the roadmap. Yeah. I know you were. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Uh, I, we, we had a few a few meetings. <clears throat> awesome. Awesome. Very excited to hear that. Um, so I think that's a nice segue into the last three questions of the show that we ask everyone. So, Pierre, what advice would you give 20-year-old Pierre who thought he was going to be writing memos for, um, yeah. for companies? <laughs> I. Uh, actually, no, I think I, when I was 20, I wanted to be an aerospace engineer. Um, so, you know, yeah, normal stuff. Um, no, uh, keep on being curious. That's the thing that honestly is, it's very easy to be cynical, especially when you're French, I guess, but it's very easy to be cynical. The, the one thing that really you can never lose is your sense of curiosity and your sense of wonder. Uh, there is always something a bit amazing and magical that you don't know about, that you could not possibly have expected, uh, and that keeps on bringing joy. Uh, and I think that's uh, that's something that's very hard to when it, when it's lost. Very good advice, and similar but slightly different. What advice would you give a new investor, maybe a short-term rental investor who's getting started today? Yeah, don't listen to this particular podcast about tools. Uh, don't listen to anything about tools. Do your own thing. Focus on the guest. Make them happy. Look at it like like a like a startup. My startup was started from you know cleaning the toilet from other guests that were staying at my property. So it has humble beginnings. Make sure you craft that very nice experience that resonates really well with the guests that you want to host that you enjoy hosting. Uh, there's going to be trial. There's going to be error. Then you can look into scaling. Um, I'm very. Uh, almost sad and disheartened when I'm seeing uh, people that already like just getting started on Airbnb and want to scale this to five or 10, uh, mm -hmm. get great guests. There, There is plenty of time for you to basically scale and grow. Just make sure it brings you satisfaction, that you bring guest satisfaction, then you can scale that. It's not a business. I mean, you can look at it in a very cynical way. It's about the money. It's about the, re the, the returns. Sure. But at the beginning, there is some satisfaction that you want to bring in a guest. It's hospitality. Uh, it's something where you are privileged to be having people from all around the world, staying at your property, discover wherever you are from your own angle of life, from your own experience. And I think that's something to be cherished because I have not found anything that is an equivalent in many other areas of doing business or having a family or something like that, that is basically still part of the other, everyone's more or less experience. 
Um, so that's that's kind of a privilege to be host, and I would really want a customer uh, host to be um, to be operating in this way, paying attention to the guests first. Also, really good advice. And last question: What is your favorite book that's impacted your mindset? So yeah, I was prepared for this question. <laughs> um, so there is this book uh, that I'm showing right now. It's Your Ship from Captain Michael Abrashoff. Uh, so it's it's a book. Of, it's not a book about the military. Um, it's a book about management. And oh, basically, a captain of a ship in the U.S. Navy is basically moving beyond standard procedure, over-communicating, um, giving their team feedback and also room to be growing and expanding rather than basically a very top-down kind of culture. So it's a it's one it's a subtitled management techniques from the best damn ship in the Navy. It's really a it was really a fantastic reading. I, I read that several years ago, but I kind of go back to it and it's always a fun, fun, light read. Uh, so I really loved it. And yeah, we're talking about mindsets. Um, so there is this book that I'm reading right now, and I already it's really one of the best that I'm reading. So it's literally mindset uh, from Carol Dweck, a psychologist uh, with who has a PhD in this, and just basically studying the difference between people who have a fixed mindset, who want to promote results, um, and who basically find satisfaction in like showing their talents to the world, uh, opposing that with people that are more having a growth mindset and that are okay making mistakes, making errors, and just learning from it that are there in the journey. And basically, uh, uh, are the type of people that I would like to recruit in my own state, my own startup. Uh, we make plenty of mistakes, we make plenty of errors. It's not about the results because it's very uh, foolish to have anything accomplished and done. Uh, we want to basically keep learning along the way. And that's basically what was a pretty inspirational read. It's for business. It's also for parenting. I became a dad recently. So I'm looking oh, forward to reading that part. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's woo, fires everywhere. You thought running a business was odd. That's so easy compared to, yeah. you know, this thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, and relationships. Um, so also something very interesting uh, to discover there. All right. That's a great, great recommendation or two great recommendations. All right. So Pierre, if our listeners want to follow you on social media or learn more about Hospitable, maybe sign up, how do they do that? Yeah. Don't do my LinkedIn. Um, it's crowded anyway. PC at hospitable.com. And as a subject, just write, STS, so short term STS, so short term rental show. So I know it's coming from every, and thank you very much for uh, listening. So PC at hospitable.com, STRS as a subject. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. It's a pleasure, every. Thank you so very much. <laughs>